When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. A high pop-up. He's going to do it. At shortstop, Jeter. Jeter on the outfield grass. Makes the catch. The Yankees win. The Yankees win. And Doc Gooden pitches a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Positive for a second. Kayvon Thibodeau played incredibly well in this game. And obviously, we all know, if you're a fan of the fan, if you listen to the fan, the controversy that came out of the Banks interview, Carl Banks interview with um, Sal and BT in the midday, um, where, listen, they were, they were really just having a sports debate about Kayvon Thibodeau. Whatever you think of the debate or not, I personally think that uh, Kayvon has been playing much better. I thought their their argument was was much more warranted the first couple weeks of the season, but Kayvon's turned it on, and he's been better. I still don't think he's been game-changing and terrific up until yesterday, uh, but I mean, he's been, he had, what, he had five and a half sacks, six and a half sacks, whatever it was, something like that. He had three in this game. Uh, today or yesterday, but he was starting to get better. His sack numbers were pretty good. He's he's on pace, certainly now, uh, to be the first edge rusher in a Wink Martindale system to have double-digit sacks. So, I mean, he was playing much better the last few weeks. I, I thought to start the year, it was a real conversation about what the hell's wrong with, with Thibodeau, and I was having it. And people would tell me, well, it's the system, and if it's the system, I was like, well, I you draft an edge rusher not to have him drop into pass protection. Like I, I hated how they were using him. I hated all of it. Anyway, my point being that whether or not that was a real story or it, it became one, right? It became one. It was, it was a, it was a former athlete and a guy who works for the team in a sports debate with one of the hosts here that became a story because he got hung up on really, but it became a story, whether it really deserved to be or not. And it was one. And Kayvon Thibodeau tweeted about it and it became a thing for Giant fans and it became a thing even to the point where the broadcaster mentioning it. So, with that surrounding him, and while it not being a primetime game, like that Sunday night game in Washington last year where he really had his coming out party and he talked about primetime, loves me, and all that stuff, this was a big game. The whole city's watching. He's, you know, on whatever level, a part of the news cycle leading into the game. I'm sure the whole team was aware of it. I'm sure he, obviously, he's aware of it. It was a little bit of a thing. And you got to love players. You just have to. You have to love players who take that, internalize it, and turn it into great performances. That is a major positive for me. For a guy who I still forget BT and Sal, I'm me talking, I had question marks about that I wasn't sure about, that I didn't think was playing up to his potential, even through playing better the last few weeks. If you look at some of his other numbers against the run, uh, quarterback hits, tackles for loss, you know, all the other things, like he's been okay. He's not been what you want from a fifth overall pick, in my opinion. I don't think he's been so bad that it needs to be harped on as much as some others, but fine, that's a different conversation. I don't think he's been great. And typically, from a fifth overall pick, I would have expected better. But 
in a primetime game last year against the Washington Commanders where their season was hanging in the balance. And if they lost that game, they might not have gone on to make the postseason. They might not have gone on to have that great win against Minnesota. And, hey, the quarterback might not have gone on to sign a big contract. Like, the world's change, world's change based on one win or loss in this league. Contracts are made. Franchises are determined. Like, seas rise and fall based on one victory inside the NFL. We know this. And last year with their season on the brink after a couple of bad losses, he played the best game of his life on Sunday Night Football and announced himself and and single-handedly, practically, it felt like, won a game for the New York Giants. And today, although the outcome was a loss and he played a part in the loss with a bad mistake, can't just neglect to mention it. It's an absolute, that, that offsides is a horrendous call. It's a, a horrendous, I shouldn't say that, excuse me, a horrendous play. You cannot go offsides there and allow them to work the middle of the field without the repercussion of losing time. Terrible play, but ultimately he was all over the field. Three sacks, just harassing the quarterback in a game where he's been talked about, he's in the news cycle, his level of play is being in question on whatever level it was. I mean, and he decided to internalize that and showed up and played the best game of the year and maybe the best game of his, his NFL career so far. That's what you want from big-time players. That's what you want from guys you draft fifth overall. That's what you want. Now, you want it consistent. Don't get me wrong. You'll take the consistency, and you need the consistency. But really, over the last three or four weeks, he has been at least fairly consistent, and today he stepped up and played superstar. I do think Zach took a, I, I do think Zach, you know, helped him out by holding on to the football. And I do think it, it's a little hampered by the idea that his penalty cost so much in the loss. But ultimately, he showed up and balled today. And from, from the first drive of the game, getting that sack fumble, I thought I thought it was going to be the Kayvon Thibodeau game. And I thought that the team would be able to use that momentum. And instead, it was three and out in a field goal. And I, was, I, was, I, I had a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach after that. Like, this guy's getting talked about. You know it. Big story, you know. Carl Banks is getting hung up on like it's 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 whether it's real or not, or whether it's important or not. It's a story. It's being talked about, and he shows up and does that, and it and it it doesn't galvanize the team at all. Like that's what sucks about it. Like they went right out there and and crapped the bed on that first drive. That would have been such a great opportunity. He gets the sack, they get the fumble, they go in there and score a touchdown and take a seven nothing lead on the Jets. End that question about touchdowns and like it just instead they suck. But I do like the idea of when everything is swirling around him, when he's in the news, when it's when all eyes would be on him. At least that's probably what he told himself. He showed up and balled. That was a big performance from Kayvon Thibodeau. Need the consistency, but now in two separate occasions, one in each year, when the lights were brightest. He showed up against his, you know, against the Jets here, and in, in, you know, we share the building, we share the city. He's being talked about. Giants need this game to continue their season, and he showed up and absolutely was a dominant force in this game. You're hoping you can build on that. Don't trade him. Everybody else, up for grabs. John and Freehold, what's up, John? 
Hey, good morning, Chris. How good are morning you to you, sir. What's up? Well, I want to talk to you from a Jets perspective, Chris. Sure. My God, was that an ugly game to watch yesterday. Ugh. But my question to you is this. What the hell was Nathaniel Hackett and Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers doing to prepare Zach Wilson and the offense for this football game yesterday? I didn't see anything. No, no new wrinkles, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, just, they were just flat. There was just nothing. Yeah. And if we see it, why don't they see it, Chris? When this quarterback plays up-tempo, he's effective. He's, when he can plant his foot and lean him to his throws, He's got a cannon for an arm. He's much more accurate. He's much more confident. You saw what happened in Miami with Tua. What happened with Tua in Miami? My, Tua was taking huge hits. He was getting concussed. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was holding on to the ball too long. He wasn't making quick decisions. So what did they do? They, they went to an up-tempo offense. They worked on his release to keep him not yeah. only healthy, yeah, I mean, he but, also, but maximize his ability. Well, he also has Why aren't the Jets doing this with Zach Wilson? Well, he also has, Hill, that to me? He also has Hill, Waddle, and... You know, two yeah, no, the, I understand I mean, that, Chris. I, thought, I, I mean, understand he's got better weapons. There's yeah. no question about it. But you got to you got to look at your quarterback, and you got to maximize and he's better what he does than, well. And he's better than Zach Wilson. I mean, it's not like, for first and foremost, he's far and away better than Zach Wilson. That's the first thing. Um, yeah, but my my point is this, Chris. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. I get you. It's workable. He, no, it's workable. It's it's but workable to a point. It's workable to be better than this. I, I suppose. I, I hear what you're saying. But it's it's not workable enough to really get you where you want to go, and ultimately, well, I you, mean, well, I mean, yeah. So, what do you want to run? You want to run the the no huddle offense all game long? Well, I no, mean, but you got you got you to mix it in. You mix the, I don't know how much better he is. But you know what it was yesterday, Chris. He took a step backwards. We saw the very very bad Zach Wilson yesterday. Yeah, where he was throwing off his back foot. He was backpedaling. He was going side by side, and he's got no instincts uh, with the pass rush. And, and when the pocket collapses, my God, it's common sense. When the pocket collapses, take off. He's got good legs. He gets positive yardage when he runs. He, 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 you, you talked about yeah. that third down conversion, that 14-yard run. That was beautiful. Why don't we see more of that? Why can't he do that? they got to get yeah. into his head. Zach, don't play hero ball if it's not there. Either throw it away right away or run with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, make something- I understand that. But, like, at some point, like – you make it seem like why don't the coaching staff? How do you know the coaching staff hasn't been talking to him about that forever? Like, it's 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 up to him to do it at some point. This is year this is year three now. Like, I mean, yeah, how much coaching to, does he need? But you got to tr- try to design some new plays. And that, stuff. That's fair. And they they could have done. They could have done some. Where was Gibson yesterday with any play, any of the playbooks? Yeah, I mean, Why listen, are they putting the rookie running back in there? And, and Joe Douglas at the straight deadline, Chris, he's got to get himself another receiver and a guard to make things you know work and keep this yeah, team together. Yeah, I agree with you. They need, to, it, they need to go get stuff at the deadline. I agree. You want to add another receiver, uh, offensive lineman? Absolutely. I agree. And listen, I don't know about what wrinkles you want. Like, they just – like, Wink Wyndale has a tough system. And the defensive line was getting after him. He holds on to the football. They were being, you know, they they didn't really have many options. Like, you know, he, he was able to get the ball to, to Wilson a little bit. But they don't have guys who, who who get open that much. Like, I mean, it's, you could do different things. I agree with you. And he, I guess he has shown a, a, a little bit more when he's in the fast-paced offense. I know that's easy to say come, uh, coming off this game where when they need I mean he was in pretty much a quick offense with two minutes left and he took a terrible sack on first down he took a terrible sack on fourth down 
Like, because he made the two throws that got them the field goal at the end of the game, it's easy to just go, you see, why can't it just be like that every, like, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. The defense attacked it different. It's just, you know, he's not very good. He's not very good. Are there things they could do to make him better? I'm sure. But I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You make it sound like, look, look at him. When he does this, he's successful. I don't think there is anything we have seen with a, a legitimate good amount of tape on it. And you know, there is nothing where I'm like, you see, when you could do this with Zach Wilson, he's good. I don't believe that. There's nothing. Show it to me. You want to talk about better? You want, you want to go with one drive where he was better? You want to go the end of this game where he made two passes and tell me, see, look? Or you want to go to that one drive against Kansas City and say, here, throw one. why don't you throw more of these back shoulder throws? Like, yeah, because you know what? They look and they see other teams and they scheme against it. Like, Zach Wilson's not a dynamic player. And you say, yeah, he had the 114-yard run, great. Is he, does he have some speed? Sure. Did he get away from Kayvon Thibodeau today? Like does it, does it look like his as his athleticism actually helps him in these games? It doesn't. It doesn't. He's not in a great situation. I mean, he's got Brees Hall, who's arguably as talented a running back and as game breaking a running back as there is in the NFL. And he's got Wilson, who you know is legitimately a top flight wide receiver. Other than that, I agree. He doesn't have a lot of options. Not a lot of great talent. On the offense, and the offensive line went through a couple centers in this game in particular, and his injuries. Obviously, uh, uh, AVT is is lost to injury at the offensive line. Becton didn't have a great game against Thibodeau, but ultimately, it's on Zach. It's on Zach, and I say the same thing about Daniel Jones. So uh, I'm getting you know people hitting me up on Twitter about all you Jones defenders, not me, and I don't get on the coaching staff either for Daniel Jones. Like, it's on the quarterback. This is year three. I know it's year one in this offense with Hackett, but like he should know that you, with two minutes in the game and you need to go down the field, you can't run 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage and take a sack. You can't do it. Throw the ball. What do you think you're going to accomplish? Throw the ball away. You need to know that on fourth down, you have to give your team a chance. You have to give a player a chance to make a play. Maybe you'll get a pass interference. Maybe you'll get a defensive holding. Maybe you'll get something. You can't take the sack. You have to throw it at a wide receiver and hope he makes the play. Like, these are things that should not be any – he should not have to be coached on these things anymore. Jason and Waterbury. What's up, Jason? Yeah, Chris, I'm pretty pissed off at yeah. this organization, this whole organization. And um, uh, I got to say, you know, I agree with you on most things. The only thing I don't agree with you on is the, you know, the field goal at the end of the game. Because yeah. if you give Barkley the football for six, seven seconds, you tell him you don't even care about whether he gets the first down or not. It's not even about that. It's about him wasting a couple of seconds. Right. Jets have no timeouts, and that should have been the biggest thing that Dave Wall told his offense. Listen, the Jets are out of timeouts. We don't need to bring Gano. And I love Gano. 
who's a great kicker. Well, I'm not going to blame Gano for any of it, and I'm not blaming the defense for any of it either. Wilson made a couple great plays at the end of the game, but I'm not blaming the defense for it. I'm blaming the coach because he should have went out there and put the ball in his hands and put the ball in Barkley's hands and said, listen, just get this. Even if you don't get the first down, you're out of, they run out of time. There's not enough time for him to make two plays if you waste six, seven, eight seconds there. So it's a debacle. This organization's terrible. The said co I mean, what the Giants got overall this whole organization again. Man, yeah. This is this is the nineteen seventies again. This yeah. is strange. It's an embarrassment. Yeah, Good night. I I, I I I hear what you're saying. I don't know how you we can tell them to run backwards or like avoid the, avoid a tackle. That'd be an interesting play. Um I'm kicking a field goal to go up six. I, I don't, I don't trust them to get the yard. And then you got to understand, like the way the game played out, t- like they might go to the sideline and get out of bounds. Like I, I, I don't like. I want to make sure they they need a touchdown. Anything can happen. You get a pass interference, and a, and one play and a pass interference. You saw the offside. So if that happened, they still could attack the middle of the field and not have to run another play. Like that last play, the the last play before the. The spike. If they had less time, they don't go to the middle of the field. But maybe they make a play on the sidelines and get out of bounds. Like I, I don't know. I want. I wanted them to have to score a touchdown. I don't hate it. I'm not going to really. I'm not going to die on that hill with you. I'm not going to fight with you because you know what? In the moment, I said go for it. In the moment, I said I probably would have went for it. I don't hate the kick though. I don't hate it. I don't. I expect Gano to make a 35-yard field goal. They, he makes that field goal. They win the game. To me, it's the same. All right? To me, it's the same. I know the game doesn't end, but for me, the game ends. In my mind, I'm looking at it that way. So to me, I can either end the game with a 35-yard chip shot field goal with my field goal kicker who I just gave a huge contract to to start the year that I trust implicitly, or I can go for it and get one yard. I trust that kick being made over the one yard. So I know the one yard officially ends it. I take a knee. The game's over. I know that the Jets do get the ball if I make the field goal. I don't think the Jets are getting in the end zone. I just don't. So to me, both plays end the game. That's how I'm looking at it. And the field goal, to me, is a much higher percentage play than getting one yard. It didn't work out, but that's what I think. Robbie and Phoenix. What's up, Robbie? Hey, even though I'm happy that the Jets won, uh, let's go get Tannehill at the trade deadline. Yeah. Zach Wilson sucks. He's terrible. He has no talent. He's, he, yeah, he I mean, listen, you can get, I mean, now that, well, the way Le- Will Levis uh, played and scored four touchdowns, maybe they're willing uh, to move Tannehill. I don't I don't know. Um, Wait, well, you can't continue with this. It's unsustainable. It is, this offense is unsustainable. You're right. They're not going to the playoffs. It's nice that they're in the mix. Uh, it's plausible that there are games that they could win. There's no doubt about it. Their schedule does get a little bit easier. But, I mean, I, this offense is so bad. Right? They got oh, the, it's they horrible. Got, they got the Chargers coming up who uh, got right against Chicago. But still, I don't trust the Chargers. But they're going to have to – they're going to have a much more dynamic offense. They're throwing Herbert, not Tommy uh, DeVito. No, and, and, the, and the Raiders, the another... Bills, the Dolphins, the Falcons, the Texans, the Dolphins. So yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, this offense needs to be better, no doubt. 
Please get Tannehill. They have to get Tannehill, somebody decent. That's all they need is capable quarterbacking. They have a championship defense. Get a capable quarterback. Yeah, and my I, next question. Yeah, good. And my next question. A lot of these offensive lines are awful. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to ask you a logical question. You're spending money on these quarterbacks. Yes. Wouldn't it make sense to get a line that can protect them? Well, of course, but you make it sound like they're not attempting that. You know, like you make but it they, sound like you make it sound like they just know. Well, we have a crowd. Like the Giants, I mean, they drafted Evan Neal with the seventh overall pick. They didn't expect him to be awful. Like you know, they they have a rookie center. They just drafted. They went out and you know they tried to attack it. They, they you know the Jets have guys. They drafted Mackay Becton at the top of the draft. They've like they've put elements to it to try and make it good. Like I understand it hasn't been, and maybe heading into the season you knew you had a lesser or a good like. You think there's enough great offensive linemen to go around to have every team in the NFL have a great offensive line? Well, but you got I, I, I'm I'm not expecting great, 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 but halfway competent. Like yeah, these quarterbacks I, are getting killed, and 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 the Jets and Giants have had terrible offensive lines for years. Yeah, so I know, but the Giants. Them. But my point is, Robbie, the Giants have tried. They've just failed at it. You you make it sound like, hey, why you understand you you paid Daniel Jones, you need to protect him, go get a good offensive line. They tried. For years they've tried. Flowers, Pew, trade uh, Hernandez at the top of the second round. I mean, Evan Neal, seventh overall pick. Andrew Thomas, second overall pick, or third overall pick. Like, they've attempted. They've done everything they could. They go out and give Nate Solder the most amount of money uh, to an offensive lineman that year. Nate Solder. Now, do you think, I mean, stupidity and being wrong. That's what's done it. But it's not like they're unaware the offensive line's important. That's It bothers me when people say this. I don't know why. It's a pet peeve of mine. People just act like the Giants and Jets, and particularly the Giants, because it's been more of a an obvious issue, although the Jets have their issue. But the Jets have picks, too. Vera Tucker's out. Uh, you know, it's just, but the Giants in particular, like people act like the Giants don't think the offensive line's important, or that the Giants have just abandoned the idea of trying to improve it. They haven't. They've just been wrong at every turn. It's amazing. Even even Gettleman, who's the hog molly king, he, he was terrible. Flowers, Hernandez, Nate Solder, like th- th- that's who we added. I think Flowers might have been Reese, now that I think of it. But still, whatever. That's what they've tried to do. You've tried to build the offensive line. They've been bad at it. They thought they had their two tackles. They had Andrew Thomas. They paid him. They draft Evan Neal. Boom, tackles are fixed. They draft a young um, rookie center. They're on their way. And instead, it's been the same crap. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I'd love to talk to somebody who was there and actually went and spent money and sat in the rain and watched that slop. But I'm sure they're sleeping it off. Please, you obviously weren't there, right? You're a uh, Jets season ticket holder, so not in the building. Yes, thankfully it was not there. Ah, what a rough game to go to. My God. Embarrassing. 
Oh, what a display of football we got to see today. And then, of course, the one day. Now, again, I, I, I really was focused on this game, so maybe it was a blessing. I don't know. It was either a blessing or a curse because I couldn't watch any other football. This is the first week YouTube was a disaster. The Sunday ticket was an absolute disaster. I could, I mean, you couldn't go more than two minutes without a game freezing. Like It was just awful. I couldn't watch it. I'm hoping that, you know, they do some kind of refund because you could not watch it today. Like I pretty much did not have, so I, I didn't get a chance to see really all the games. I don't have as good a feel. I'll have to go back and watch, you know, replays and highlights. I don't have as good a feel of what happened in the NFL today. I know the scores and stuff. And um, some of the games that were on TV uh, in the second window I saw. But I guess, you know, it was it was kind of a, bl- a blessing because I was really focused on this miserable giant and jet game. But, I mean, yeah, it was brutal. Brutal. Couldn't watch any of the games. I don't know. It just kept freezing. And I saw Andrew Marchand tweet about it. YouTube tweeted about it. So they were aware of it. I'm hoping they can give you some kind of kickback or something. There's only 18 of these things. They put, you pay a lot of money. God knows you pay a lot of money. But, man, yeah, this game was impossible to watch. I mean, just no offense. And can you imagine being there as a Giant fan? Now, look, I I kind of understood the strategy. And I'm not killing the coach for not throwing the ball at DeVito. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. I'm not going to because I, it, won, it had the game won. But at the same time, being there in the building and just watching three and out, three and out, run the ball, third and long, run the ball, that entire second half after they took the lead, I mean, ugh, that's a brutal game to be at. In the rain like that, brutal game to be at. David in Little Falls, what's up, Dave? Hey, how you doing, Chris? Good, how are you? Good, I'd like to give a positive uh, spin to this win. Um, oh, okay. And, and, yeah, and by the way, the Giants and the Jets can have a positive well, by the way, spin. They for won both the football teams, game. For both teams, because football is, is three. It's defense, offense, and special teams. That was horrendous conditions. I thought everybody played well. The quarterbacks, of course, challenged. Zach is challenged. But here's the key I took away from that. First, two keys. One, I still got a smile on my face. I'm having a hard time sleeping. I can't stop smiling because we don't know what this is as Jet fans. We don't know what it's like to win these games. We're usually the victim losing. So I'm just absorbing it and enjoying it. And then you can look at it from 60,000 feet up, Chris, and appreciate all the hard effort. I appreciate that that Zach got sacked like that, and it was a terrible play. But if that doesn't happen, I think we lose the game because all those situations lead to the next situation, which leads to that win. So football is so hard to predict. Jet fan, just relax and enjoy this thing. Oh. And by the way, Chris, you're being too hard on your team. The Giants look good, especially the defense. I mean, yeah, Zach stunk it up. Yeah. But they made him stink it up. They're ferocious. I thought both teams played well. Yeah, I mean, look, I, that's a that's a very nice angle, and I'm, I'm glad it works for you. And I think, listen, Jet fan, you won the game. Like, anything that happened the next week, you won the game. You were, you were this close to losing the game. The game was over. If a chip shot field goal is made, you lose the game. It's a miraculous win. And you're right. You're not used to it. You've had a couple. Last year against Cleveland was kind of a miraculous win. You've had a handful. But you're right. That's fine. This is typically same old Jets as you losing games like this. Totally agree. Uh, but at the same time, 
Yeah, you could take something from it. And, you know, you want to talk about the Giants defense? Sure. Giants defense, right? Played very well. Played now well three weeks in a row. Played well against Buffalo. Played well against Washington. Played well against the Jets, no doubt about it. And I think that's a a good thing, and it's trending in the right direction. And it makes me feel better about Wink. It makes me feel better about some of the defensive players on this team. Certainly now I feel better about Thibodeau. I feel better about Bobby Okereke over the last three weeks. I'll tell you that. He's a monster. Even even Micah McFadden early on in this game was making plays. I feel better about the two of them at the linebacking positions. I feel a little bit better about Thibodeau. I know how good Dexter Lawrence is. Baker made a bunch of plays in this game to knock the ball out of uh, Wilson's hands. He gets a bad penalty in the, at, the, you know, at the end there, but ultimately for a rookie cornerback, he's been very promising. Like, so there are there are some things to be positive about, I suppose, but ultimately the team just makes mistake after mistake. They have a game one, and they just give it away with stupidity, and the offense stinks. It's the, it's the NFL, all right? Like We, we laughed at um, the Jets when they made the 85 comparison, right? and we laughed at the idea of this Jet defense being like the 85 Bears. It, you can't be the 85 Bears anymore. You just can't. It's the NFL. Every single new rule is designed to make the offense score points. It's a fantasy football gambling world. And it's about scoring points. And this offense is not an NFL offense, even with Daniel Jones in it. Now, I know he didn't play with Andrew Thomas. I don't even, he didn't play with Saquon Barkley after week two. And you can make all the excuses. This Giants offense is horrendous. All right, and last year, I know we all what a great year they won. They they scored they didn't score thirty points until the end of the year. Like they weren't a dynamic offense. Like this is the first time I saw the stat in the post game. This is the first time um, since tech, against the Texans last year in the middle of November that Saquon Barkley had a hundred rushing yards. Right? Do you remember that game against the lousy Houston Texans? It was ugly. It was like watching this, but they came away with the win. It was awful. The offense was awful at home last year. Against the Bears, it was awful. The Bears give up points to everybody. Against the Bears, it was awful. Against the the Carolina Panthers to start the year, it was awful. Just awful. They figured out ways to win last year despite an awful offense. This year, they're not. And in this game in particular, with their season on the line, with the idea of getting back into this thing, they had an ugly win in their back pocket, and they gave it away. So it's very hard. I'm, I understand what you're saying, Kayvon Thibodeau. I mentioned that. I came back from a break talking about how for a fifth overall pick, you feel good. He's been much maligned. I don't think he's been playing great, even though his sack numbers are pretty good. Uh, he's gotten better. He was really started the year very poorly, but hey, He's the talk of the town. He's getting some, you know, some. He, his name is in the news. He's got host here at the fan questioning how good he is. Is he a bust? Blah, blah, blah. A little bit in the news. Boom. He showed up and gave you a great performance. Fine. I'll take that as a positive. But ultimately, it's very hard on a season that is now dead before Halloween. I haven't even received the beard and mustache from my kids to be Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. It hasn't even come in the mail yet. I'm still waiting on a mustache, and the Giants' season's over. But sure, the defense looked great. Achille in Newark. What's up, Achille? 
Hey, what's going on, Chris? I don't know what the guy in Little Falls is smoking, but he needs to pass some of that around. Well, he's very, he's very, because, hey, listen, he wants to be positive. And listen, for a Jet yeah, fan. Yeah, he wants to put a positive spin on for it. For a Jet fan, there's one positive. You won the football game. The NFL is a fickle, fickle. The NFL is a I'll give it to him. They won the game. The we NFL is a fickle, fickle place. And next week, where, they could play better. They won a game where they knew every down thing to half what we were going to do. Yep. And that's my point. We, we hired Dayball, mm-hmm. and you know, last year we we go to the playoffs. You give them that coach of the year, but largely we got lucky. Most you know, week to week, there was a lot of things that went our way that last year. Well, there's no doubt that the bounce of the ball went to Giants' way last year, and many, oh, in many, and many occasions. You don't so, take so, away the season but this from them, year, but that's true. You get a chance to you have a full off season. You get a chance to turn it around. It looks like Dayball doesn't know what to do with the weapons. Like he doesn't use Waller. The way we thought he was going to use Waller. Oh, and there's, yeah, we, I, I didn't even mention the Waller's injury. I mean, he takes a he take he must have got hurt in that play. He goes right down. He's right there to get a first down. Can you fight for the first down? But now he's they gone. Won't they fight they, for they the lose first down. him. <laughs> they will not fight. I mean, it's unbelievable. Also, but, they lose him, but, obviously. Yeah, but they won't, that's supposed to be a strength. We hire an offensive coach. He's supposed to scheme it up. When is the last time you saw him scheme up a play where we had a player wide open? It never happened. Yeah, it's always hey, look, go down there, back show the throw, or you know, we chuck it deep to Hyatt, which we don't even use Hyatt the way we should. No, I mean, you know, they don't use Hyatt at all. Up uh, uh, last week, a couple of times. That's it. Hyatt's one thing. Hyatt's a double move. Go down the field and move, if you if exactly, you got to step. But why is it that other it. teams are able to draft I players? Agree. Yeah, institute them into the system immediately and get production from them. It, what's going on? And you can't blame it on the offensive line. With with everybody in the stadium knowing what we we're going to do, the offensive line still pushed for 100 yards. So yeah, I'll give no, them that. They played better as yeah. of late. No, I agree with you. The offensive line wasn't really an issue for this game for the Giants necessarily. They didn't yeah, throw so the ball. You have coverage. They didn't throw the ball to find out how have? did they pass block, and they were able to run it a little bit knowing they were going to run. Absolutely. But this is the knock on him. If, if these positions are so precious, and they're evaluating cutting people with talent that we want to keep. Why do we have a quarterback on the roster that you have no faith in to throw the ball? Yeah. And this isn't like, it's not like Daniel Jones got hurt and then, you know, Taylor got hurt in the same, in the same day. Right, he was the backup going and into Daniel the game. Daniel Jones has been hurt for two weeks. Yeah, no, he's the backup going Three into the game. Three weeks going yeah. on. You know, so if you knew you had no confidence in this guy, why didn't we pick up someone? Well, here's the, here, here's the thing, though. Like, I... I don't know if they necessarily have no confidence in him at all. I think coming into that game against this Jet defense, off the injury, having to step in, they if you watch the game, I just went and rewatched it through the, the quick uh, highlights, They he throws the football. The first play, he comes in after the injury, it's third and nine, they hand the ball off. But then he comes in the next drive, he drops back and almost throws a pick on and out on the first play. Then on third down, he drops back to throw. He scrambles and and slides before the first down. And Dable's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's third down. <laughs> then the Giants. I think I, Brian Dable was trying to keep his cool. He was right. trying to tell him, you then, know, that's third down. down you got to go. Slide it. Then yeah. then they then they get the fumble off of the uh, bad snap by the Jets. Exactly. And then he, he yeah. comes in, they run it on first down, second down, he drops back, he gets sacked. Third down, he drops back, he gets the ball deflected. Like, they threw the ball, then he comes out the next drive, first down, shotgun, missed the, missed the throw. 
Second down, drop back, sack. Third down, drop back, here's, scrambled here's for two point. yards. You, so I'm talking you, about the, when they, when they, up, let though. me just finish. When, when he first comes in, the first three drives he has, they throw the football. They drop back to throw the football. They come out of the second half. They work their way down the field. They get in the end zone. The minute they took the lead, he said, enough of this. I trust my defense, and this kid's put the ball already in precarious situations. I'm not doing it. And I, under, I, I my point is, if saying. the game was different, when they play the Raiders next week, if he's the starting quarterback, I don't think they're going to do nothing but run the football. I think he's going to throw no, the football. There's no way they're going to do it again. But this is the point. You saw the Jets were just walking up to the line. You know, and you can't scheme up something really quick to get somebody over play action over the top. You, I mean, I'm, even 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 the uh, oh, who was that? Oh my God! Who did he play for? Who beat the Steelers? What was the the great college quarterback? I can't. His name is that beat Tim the, Tebow. Beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah. Even Tim Tebow threw a pass over the top that won the game. Yeah, I I, I understand. I understand that Tim Tebow is also the quarterback all year long. Like this kid's just coming in against the Jets in a rain game where nobody's doing anything, and the coach made a decision not to throw the football. Like that said, he wasn't going to get beat making a mistake. He said, I trust my defense. It's the only damn thing on this team that's worth anything. I'm going to put the game in the defense's hands. If I lose the game because Zach Wilson and the New York Jets drive the length of the field and beat me, I can live with that. I can't live with this quarterback throwing a pick six or this quarterback throwing a, a bad, you know, getting sacked and fumbled or throwing a bad pick and giving them easy field position. That I can't do. They are going to have to drive the length of the field on me if they want to beat me with the lead. And if they would have taken the lead, if one of those drives led to a touchdown or a field goal and the Giants were behind or tied, I think he would have thrown the football. I think he was nursing a lead. What bothers me more is the way he handled overtime. Overtime, then, if you're going to accept the ball out of overtime, you have to be willing to trust your offense and throw the football a little bit. But I honestly, I don't have a problem with the strategy. They won the game. I don't, I agree. That's not a good enough backup quarterback. That I completely agree with. That's on Joe Shane. The Giants should have a better third-string quarterback option. And the minute Daniel Jones is gone and you know it's going to be a while, and they brought in Barkley. Who would they bring in? Matt Barkley and someone else who was with the, the Bills and Dable before. Like, you have to have a legitimate – the minute you, right, you – you, I don't know what you see in DeVito, but you want to give him a, some work and some run, fine. But the minute you know that Daniel Jones is now gone for a while, you have to bring in a competent quarterback to be the backup guy behind Tyrod Taylor. You have to. You have to. So I think it's more on da- I think it's more on Joe Shane that he's the option after an injury. And again, if he has to start next week, I don't think this is the strategy. You're talking about a, a guy coming into this giant jet game in the pouring rain, where the de- the game has already been decided as a run heavy defensive struggle game of field position against the Jets defense that lives off the turnover. I'm not giving him one. I'm really not giving them one. And we can complain about it all we want. If they hit a field goal, they win the game. They had the game won and they blew it. Rob and Rockland, what's up, Rob? Hey, how you doing? Listen, a terrible game. Um, you know, to me, Zach Wilson didn't play too bad. You know, a lot of drop passes in that game. 
Um, and and the I, I got to put it on Hackett. I mean, you just said it. You know, you go into a game knowing it's going to be a defensive game and a run-heavy game, and I don't know what he was thinking. You know, he just wanted to force force feed Zach Wilson uh, us to Zach uh, Zach Wilson to us all game. It didn't make any sense. Uh, you know, they they want to they want to pass the ball out of an empty backfield. They, I mean, they don't even want to give the yeah Giants, that. You know the option the third, is the that third, they were yeah, that, run the ball. That, that third down play where they run it without with an empty backfield, without even the threat of the I run. Mean, like yeah, there was a couple. I, yeah, I was pulling my hair out, and then Robert Sala is just sitting there. I mean, for him to have thirty something attempts, and then you, I look over at the Giants, and they're, they're forced to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And I'm saying to myself, if Hackett just looked over at the Giants to see what they what they're doing, at least he has the ability to sprinkle in a pass every now and again. The Giants couldn't even do that, but if they had the ability to do that, the Giants would have ran away with that game. They would have ran away with that game. You know, yeah, so, I, 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 mean, I, don't, I, don't I don't know if they're capable happened. of running away with anything. To be honest with you. No, no. Uh, listen, and if Tyrod Taylor didn't go down, if Tyrod Taylor didn't go down, and they weren't forced to go to Devito, and I'm a Jet fan, okay, but I I saw the way that game was going, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, he had eight. Listen, pa- he had eight. He had eight passing yards. He played plenty. He still played most of the first half. He had eight passing yards. They were doing nothing. No, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. I'm just telling you, I, as a Jets fan, I saw where the game was going to go. I saw where the game was going to go. And for Hackett to just try to force feed a Zach Wilson in those conditions when it's rainy and windy and you're still just trying to – I mean, 37. I, I couldn't understand it. I could not understand it. And yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm – what do we do from here? You know what? I'm not okay. We won this game, right. but as a Jets fan, with, with this guy, I mean, Rodgers wasn't quarterbacking yesterday. I just I don't understand what he was thinking. The the the, Detroit, the screen passes. I mean, the lack of uh, of really getting the uh, tight ends involved. Waiting to the I don't even know how long to to go down the field as aggressive as 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 giant secondary was being with the wide receivers. You wait that long to take a a, a shot down the field. I mean, I just couldn't understand it. Thanks thanks a lot. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I think they tried to take shots down the field. Zach Wilson was holding on to the ball for forever. I mean, he's taking sacks. You want to call them covered sacks? Whether you know, we saw this in the in the New England game, right? And we and everyone had the same interpretation after the game. It's just, oh, you got attacked down the field. Why aren't they attacking down the field? And then you you saw everyone uh, after they got a chance to watch the film, and you saw different guys. You know, date you know Brian um, Baldinger and. Uh, you know, guys on ESPN breaking down the film, showing that guys were running, taking deep routes. Zach Wilson was unable to get them the ball. Now, in this game, you're right. They were playing, you know, real clo- up close on the, the corners were playing up on the ball, uh, and they were getting after it. But ultimately, like I think the plays are called to go down the field. Now, whether they weren't getting open or Zach's unable to get it to them, Zach Zach's unable to pull the trigger, I don't know. But he was holding the ball forever. And then he's taking these terrible sacks. That's really the worst part of his game. You know, he made he missed a couple throws. He didn't really have that many opportunities, to be honest with you. He missed a couple of throws, no doubt. The biggest problem I have with him is that he doesn't give his players a chance, especially that last drive. Like, you cannot – those two sacks are the epitome of bad quarterback play. Like, they just it, – it shows up as a sack, and maybe if you didn't watch the game, you go, oh, the offensive line didn't allow him to make a play. You can't run 10 yards backwards on first down and take a sack. On fourth down, you can't hold the ball that long 
when you see Thibodeau running at you, you have to throw the ball. You have to take a chance. He's incapable of pulling the trigger. Angelo and Newberg. What's up, Angelo? Hey, what's going on? Um, I, I know you, they said he coached conservative. I think he, he coached scared, and it trickled into every player on the field, causing Barkley to not want to fumble and, and almost take a knee. Yeah, I don't know first. what that was. I don't know what that was. It, it, it's playing scared. It's playing scared because your coach is coaching scared, and no one wants to make a mistake. And I know the kicker uh, has an injury, but then he kicks there. Make I don't mistake. know about that. I mean, the, why would the, the why would the game. why would the kicker kick scared? He's putting he's not showing any fear in the kicker. How come the why, defense why? didn't play scared? You're nervous. Everyone's why, well, how come nervous. how come why it didn't affect the defense? Ner- why are we nervous to lose a game that means uh, ultimately means nothing? The season's on the line. First of all, who's nervous to lose the game? The coach made strategic Dayball. decisions. Dayball was ner- I've never seen a coach. Even in the first half, it's fourth and one. And, yeah. and, that, and those conditions, and you're kicking, what, a 50-yard field goal? That was a 40, it was field a 47-yard field goal. Yeah, scared. I, I, okay, I, 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 I disagree with you on that, too. I, I disagree. What, well, you get that first down, what happens? Get that first down. Uh, three plays later, uh, you're kicking a 42-yard field goal. You, the offense sucks because they suck because I know because they don't score touchdowns. Yeah, I can because I watched. Yeah, them. they don't score. But they don't score touchdowns. I understand that. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm against the break here. I get it. I get it. The last field goal for me is very. You could question that field goal, no doubt about it. I have no problem with it. I understand, but I think you can absolutely question that field goal. I think that's fair, and you can question the other one too if you want. I don't trust this offense to do anything, and I'm not risking getting no points in a game like that. Points in this game were going to be critical. They lost 13 to 10. It was they were up seven. You know they were the the game was right there. They're up 10 seven. The whole second half practically, points were going to be important in this game. Points were going to be absolutely critical. I am not risking. I'm sorry. You want to stay coaching scared? Fine. The offense has done nothing. They don't get the one yard. They don't. And if they do, even if they do, I don't trust this offense to do anything. I'm not passing up a 47-yard field goal to go for it on fourth down and possibly miss points altogether to to do what? Have another three plays and then kick a 45-yard field goal? Like, the offense is incapable right now. And you want to say that's it's, it's, it's not trusting your offense? Damn right. And it's trusting your kicker, and it's trusting your defense. That's what he went to the. He trusted the kicker that's been their best offensive weapon all of last year, and he's trusting their defense that's played lights out for the last three weeks. That's who he trusted. He didn't trust his offense. Like it's just a, it's a matter of trust to quote Billy Joel. It's a matter of trust. It's always been a matter of trust. McMonagle here with the eight seven seven three three seven. 66-66. He trusts the defense. I don't I there have been times in this season where I agree. I know Evans really gone on it on a tear about it. There have been times I I've totally disagreed with him. In that game, with the way both defenses were playing, in that weather, I'm not passing up points. And I trust my kicker. The guy's been great for them. I know his knee swollen up. If he's healthy enough to kick, he's healthy enough to kick. He made the first field goal of the game. 
it's tough for me to pass up points in that situation. It just is. And ultimately, going against the Jets, I don't expect them to get into the end zone. They don't score touchdowns. They didn't score a touchdown in this game if it wasn't for two terrible penalties that allowed the drive to continue. Like, I... I'm not risking not getting any points to set up a, a somewhat better field goal because that's all I have trust. That's all I have faith in. And and that's not second guess. I said it at the time. I tweeted it out at the time. I would. I had no problem kicking the field goal. 